and welcome everybody to What the Hops. Brian, Adam, and Eric here. We're we, all back together. Yeah. When was the last time we all actually uh, were uh, in the same room together? Wasn't that the 2018 wrapping it up episode? Yeah. So it's been about a month. Yeah, over a month, probably like. Sometimes during playoff football game, wasn't there? It's like five, six weeks now. Yeah, I think it was. It had to be that long. It was way schedules worked. It is flagship February, so I hope you guys are all uh, drinking them beers that nobody really likes drinking anymore. What are you talking about? I bought a fucking 12 of Jenny today. <laughs> Got that box. That's what started the Jenny revolution again, dude. Think that... about that. We were buying that shit when we worked at Fridays. Once that, once that goat hit the fucking stores again, it was hey, fucking, it was, go, it was go time, man. We were fucking all in. And I mean, it's cheap too. I mean, yeah, we were drinking like we would get like a thirty of cream ale every so often, but I don't know we weren't really drinking it like pretty hardcore until like the goat came back. Cream ale? Yeah. Cream ale was years ago. I mean, but we weren't when we we hit the goat hard. Yeah, it was like almost like us with Miller Chill. We were yeah. just buying it. Every fucking cha- everything we seen, we were just buying it. Every time you went to the store, you you picked up a what was it, twelve or fifteen. You know, you're bringing it over. Uh, Bach? Yeah. Oh, it was only 12. 12 I don't think they've ever sold it in the 15s. No. 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 Speaking of Jenny Cream, did you see that they're changing the cans? Yeah. I like them. It's kind of like a throwback, like meets modern. I mean, it's bigger and bolder, but at... um, I don't know. I like I like the can designs right now for their stuff. Oh yeah, uh, they're yeah. just like it's straight a, white and whatever color, red. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, blue, green. The can designs right now are really kind of classic, you know. You can't really fuck with that. No. Yeah. But And that's I mean that's like their old font too, like Yeah. Back from like the 70s and shit. I mean even longer than that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wasn't alive then, but I randomly looked at Blizzard of 77 pictures today and uh I seen a Jenny truck stuck in one of the fucking pictures. <laughs> the new cans, though, don't actually say Genesee on them, really, really? except for like two like random places in small print. Huh? It just says so just says cream ale. They're gonna do it for the whole lineup, then? I believe so. Okay. They're uh, they're rolling out the cream ale ones first, so. Yeah. So. Oh. I'm a big Jenny like guy. Summertime too. Oh, it's a marketing I branding. Yeah, I haven't really got on the whole Jenny Light thing. Does it have corn syrup in it? No, it's, it's 15 bucks for a 30-pack, so summertime, beer's going to fly and easy on the wallet. I couldn't believe that. Like, I heard stuff after the Super Bowl. You know, all the all the mainstream breweries were going at one another about boiling their their ingredient list. And Oh, yeah, they all do that. shit? You know? No, but the thing is that they all pass it off. I mean, especially, like, the Budweiser commercials and shit, where you get, like, hops and malt and barley. It's like, yeah, and corn syrup and shit like that. Like, you're you're not rice or whatever it is. Like, they throw adjuncts in there yeah. specifically to lower the malt content, put the alcohol and get you the sugar, and it's cheaper. Right, yeah. You know, so whatever. I mean, just, just own it. Like, we most... Real beer drinkers or craft beer drinkers are going to know that shit about it. But at the same time, like, I'm sure Molson does it too. They do some weird shit with it or Moosehead or Blue. Oh, yeah. I'm still going to drink all that shit. I just prefer the taste of Canadian beer over... You know, when it comes to the Super Bowl and comes to all these breweries doing whatever the fuck they're doing, complaining about shit and making fun of each other and everything else, you know, let them fucking spend the money and do it because... 
the people that are drinking that don't ultimately they don't give a shit, man. Yeah, they're gonna come back and buy it. They're gonna look and be like, okay, you know, Miller Light has this, or Bud Light has this, or Coors Light has this. They don't care. Yeah. You know, unless you tell that group, oh, hey, your beer's not brewed in America. Right, right. Then they're not. Then they're gonna keep <laughs> drinking true. it. The yeah. second you say, "Oh, hey, this is brewed in Mexico or some. This is brewed in Canada or oh this God. is this is brewed someplace else," and then they'll start having a fucking dude, shit fit. Dude, the South's gonna like turn <laughs> you, know, and, you know burn up. It's gonna like, be on fire. That that's what that's what will be the issue. <laughs> they don't really they don't really care what the fuck's in it. Yeah, you know. You know, it was like really weird. Like during the Super Bowl, I was just on Twitter, just looking at random stuff. Founders was like super active on Twitter during the Super Bowl, just saying random stuff. I mean, it seemed like every every. I think usually though, I feel like a lot of the craft breweries like pick up their Twitter the shit, or their social media because it's just like they hop into like defend mode, like during the Super Bowl because Budweiser is gonna drop some random shit with some fucking dog back from like eighteen twenty or something weird on there, and then they're gonna tell you like it's. This is history and beer that you need to drink or some bullshit like that. And then you have the craft breweries be like, this is we're brewing for flavor and taste and you know, we're not for everybody, blah blah blah. Like all that shit starts, it's just a circle. On my feed, like every other tweet was like something from founders. Just right saying random shit. Yeah, Rogue was pretty active too, basically being like kinda of making fun of the whole Macros. Budweiser Game of Thrones commercial and being like, Oh hey, yeah. The dragon must drink craft beer. Ha ha ha. You know, like. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, all right, guys, come on. Yeah. Like, who the fuck cares? I don't give a shit. It's fucking commercials. Like, just brew your damn beer. Do your thing. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, what's a little bit of a like, transition here, too. Like, for us, we know what we're going to pay for a craft beer. We know what we're looking at and what we want out of it, for the most part. The Labatt Draft House just opened a few months ago. Uh, have you been down to it yet, either of you guys? No. No. So I went there after a Sabres game like a month ago. Awesome. Place that looks huge, looks cool. Uh, menu was kind of cool too. Didn't get anything to eat. We just went for a drink. But just like my dad went and stopped there too. And he's like, this place this place is super cool, but like it's like six, seven bucks a beer. And to me, six, seven bucks a beer at a bar is like. Right. That's, actually that's the a, norm. That's a good deal. So yeah, I mean, like, he's like, like I, we got some, I don't know, something juicy. Like, <laughs> you know, it's. The sixty-four-year-old trying to describe beer to me that grew up drinking fucking National Bohemian and like Stroh's and shit like that. So for him, it's like, why would I go there and pay seven bucks for a beer when I can walk two blocks, go to the casino because he's already going there, right? And he can go get Coors Light for free off of his player's card or something like that, mm-hmm. or whatever's on special. I thought it was something good, like their beer. I mean, I definitely want to go back. They got shit tons of options, but, you know, it's just something like that. That's a different generation or a different type of beer drinker that thinks like, yeah, I know this beer tastes better, but do I want to pay seven bucks for it? Or do I want to just go and get $2 fucking Cooler's Lights? Nowadays, like you said, that's kind of the going price, but you're going to get more quality. You're going to get a better beer. You're going to get people who, you know, put their, their... you know their twist on it they're going to give you something that is going to be a little better more alcohol content maybe a better product maybe not Um, i mean look at what we're drinking right now yeah well i mean before before we really talk about this tying in the labat brew house even more to how we even just started the head brewer there is actually was the assistant brewer over at the genesee brew house okay so they so you're telling me labat cream ale is coming (laughs) so they brought him in knowing like brought him in knowing that he's already 
familiar with doing what they exactly want to do because the Genesee brew house kind of changed, helped change what Jenny is looked at nowadays. I mean, you're brewing such different beers than what our parents are used to drinking. Well, look at all my uncles and, drinking that shit too. You know, you know, it just became things where people don't really think of like when you see the brew house or when you think of Jenny, you don't necessarily think of it as just a garbage beer. And Labatt maybe is looking at this to help change their image a little bit too. And you're never going to really change that image when it comes to Labatt because they have such a larger reach than Jenny does. Mm-hmm. But well, it's also another like regional beer yeah. for us. Stateside. Great Lakes region, you're going to get your Molson, you're going to get your Labatt, you're going to get your Millers and shit like that, you know, a little bit more Midwest. But Jenny, I mean, has its reach. You know, it, they're in Ohio. They have a stand that sells them at Cleveland Indian Games. Mm-hmm. And know. Troy from Drinking Points put it right in their latest episode. You get a lot of people... You get a lot of people in this scene, whether it's in this scene or even out of the scene, where people will sit there and they'll make fun of anything going on at the Labatt Brew House because, oh, it's Labatt and you shouldn't drink that and everything else. It's like, guess what, dude? It's still fucking beer. Yeah. And it's still craft. Yes, okay. It might not be the craft local to the extent that something like Buffalo Brewing Company and everything else. And I'll say, yes, support places like that over the brew house 100% of the time. But if you want to check it out, don't be afraid to. You yeah. Know? I mean, because you might find something decent there. But they're also putting through like, other local beers. You got Resurgence there. You have CBW shit there. You have I mean, it's a, it's I it's mean, it's a it's a try it bar. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like anything that's going to be distributed by try it is going to be on tap there. But you that's know? the other that's the draft room, right? So, is it true that you can't bring one into the other? Is, that's what I've heard. They're technically separate entities, but they're yeah, but they're connected. So I don't really know exactly how it works. Yeah, did I you come across there. that at all? Like when you were in there, what so, can I do? So they were they're saying that like the draft room has all the local stuff, you know, like the resurgence, like you said, and CBWs. The draft room is the restaurant where the brew house is the, the brewery. Yeah, so they were saying like you can't if you bought a beer in the draft room, but you wanted to go to the brew house. You couldn't bring that beer into the brew house. I got vice, no fucking vice idea. I got a beer and I walk towards the back. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what I've been hearing. Yeah, I, I don't without, know. Without seeing the space, I have no yeah. idea what the fuck. I don't. I mean, they means. have like some like spot where there's like the brew, like the brewing shit up there towards the front. But yeah, I, uh, I got two beers and I walked towards the back. Didn't make any sense with what I paid because I looked at it and it was like, I, I don't remember if it was. I want to say the beers are like six fifty or something like that, and a guy gave me seventy five cents back as a change. I'm like, this doesn't make any fucking sense, <laughs> and I'm like trying to make sense, and at the same time, I'm like I don't fucking care. Yeah, you get some slime ball trying to fucking fudge the numbers. I'm gonna be surprised, but at the same time, I went back to Ballyhoo and got some fucking booze there, and you got some sausage. I got my second sausage of the night that time. Did, I felt did, horrible. Did, the did Shannon time. get her third later on? <laughs> yeah, cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I got TJ Dog and I got a different one too. Yeah. And they still kept them the same. Oh, yeah. Fuck. What was it? And I put an onion in my mouth. That's how you knew I was uh. drunk. Um, Shannon's like, <laughs> Shannon's like, I think it's an onion. I'm like, I think it's just garlic. It's fine. I put it in my mouth. I'm like, like moving it around. I just spit it on the floor. I'm like, nah. I don't know what it was, but I don't like it. <laughs> it didn't fully taste like onion, but nah. Yeah. Eric but, wasn't fucking with that. Right. 
Was it pretty crowded there then? Or which bar? At the um, brew house. Yeah, bro, this is packed. Also, they lost the Bruins in overtime, so I was already ready to punch fucking people in the face. Yeah, everybody was pissed off. I, Dude, like, it's next level. Like, Shannon, I asked Shannon, I'm like, in 10 years, have you ever seen me punch anybody? She's like, no, I don't think I have. I'm like, tonight might be the night. She's like, I might punch somebody, too. So she had the rage fucking flowing, too. So it wasn't just a me thing. Yeah. Speaking of... Boston? Boston and rage. annoying Boston people. I was in Boston over the weekend. Oh, you were? Were you? Yeah. In case you uh, didn't watch the uh, Instagram live or anything else that I did over the weekend, I went to uh, Extreme Beer Fest. We actually just finished drinking a Coconut PM Dawn from Trillium. It is their American Stout with Cold Brew Coffee, and they basically just adjunct it over and over. I mean, they have a vanilla one, a peanut butter one, a cocoa one, you know, shit like that. So, speaking of people throwing random shit in beers, it's very coffee forward. The coconut's there. Yeah, it's a little sweet, I think, but... No, I think it's a pretty good beer, though. I like that. Yeah. Especially think, for a brewery that's been under some shit in the last few months, too. Yeah. And I think it's... Yeah, Trillium, Trillium is one of the main hype breweries. Um, it was fucking packed in that place. I stayed right next door mm-hmm. at the hotel. With the yeah, but just think about what you'd do to try to get in a treehouse. You'd wait four or five hours to get in a treehouse versus Trillium might be packed, but you could still get in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It so wasn't, it wasn't was... too bad. It was just... Uh, was that the main brewery then, or was it just a no? They have site? they have two locations technically. I mean, they brew shit there. Okay, but they also have one in Canton that they brew at. I think which is the main one. Okay, but this one is technically their Fort Point location, which is right downtown in Seaport. Okay, so more accessible for like the people that live in the city yeah. and like you know the one that tourists and stuff are going to hit up because it's right there. Gotcha. But Why? Because you didn't hear people talking like this and saying Wicked and Haba and shit. Oh, don't worry. There's fucking plenty of that, man. Brewski jerseys. There's, the one, there's one thing about that. The, the worst part about that trip was the fact that I had to be surrounded by people from Boston, man. Like, and I don't know if anybody listens to this pod- podcast that lives in Boston and I'm sorry, but dude, you guys are fucking annoying sometimes, man. You probably think that about us too, but don't worry. I fucking hate most people here too. I just hate everybody. There's a difference. I'm a miserable bastard, and I just can fake it real well. Speaking of boners, we're uh, drinking the Equilibrium Other Half collab, Paradise City. It is a uh, wild ale with pineapple, peach, and lychee. Is Axel Rose in there too? He should be. Did um, slash ashes cigarette in there? Looks like it was bottled 12-19-2018. So this is yeah, roughly about two months old. Yeah. They did have this at Equilibrium, had this at their stand at uh, Extreme Beer Fest, though. They did. I didn't have it there knowing I had a bottle at the fridge. I was just like, I'm not going to waste my time grabbing this because there's literally fucking 300 breweries here or whatever it was. Yeah. So. It is kind of smooth. Like, I... I like it because we've had some ones over the summer that were like fucking cleaning material. Uh-huh. Like shit, when I'm done with drinking the sip, I'm spitting in my shower and hopefully it'll clean everything. I'm picking up the pineapple the most out of out of everything that you said. I don't know. the uh, It being more of like a wild sour, I feel like the peach kind of comes out a little bit too. 
yeah definitely a completely different beer from the <laughs> from the coffee stout that we just had so yeah and that's that's basically how my night went when i was at uh extreme beer fest yeah, for that the most part. crazy like we're walking around so i did vip on friday night for session one and they let you in like a half hour early oh man that kind of sucks you would think it'd be like an hour well they had their own little vip section okay. and uh there's only 200 people that were vip per session though really, really? out of 4,000 people holy shit so you're literally walking in and there's more breweries than there are people. So you walk in and right as you walked in, the first line that's there, um, Cane Brewing Company, which is like a hype brewery that brews, you know, decent stouts and everything else is right there. So 50 people got in line right away at Cane. Just to get it, to get it out of the way. Yeah. Like right as you walk in though. And I'm like, yeah. thinking, I'm like, dude, you literally have everything else. Like, right. Why are you going to wait in line right now? Yeah. Like, go someplace else, grab another beer, then go and get it. What the fuck does it matter? Right. Like, and, like, it, that's that was always my whole thing. And, like, it's not like you wait in a line long. It's just the whole point of it. Like, why? Especially as your first beer. Yeah. You know? But then you get into the, the VIP, like, little section, which was just kind of like a curtained-off area in the back that had a couple of tables. And they had, like, a table with, like, three or four tubs of, like, cans with, like, uh stuff like single cut and random shit that's in distribution that is yeah, but the thing decent. With single, like even with single cut i buy i'll buy like four single cut cans and drink them and i've been too lazy to check into anything on fucking untap and i'll go back to like premiere or something like that and i have no idea what i bought yeah yeah because they're like it's like sticky stickly stuck to the fucking wall like every, you're like what every, did you just happen like, every can looks the same and it has a name that you're not really sure if you've had it or not because it sounds familiar but like you're yeah. or like did I have this or did I just see this? So there's like too much stuff in the walls and too many walls on the stuff. Like what the fuck did I just drink? I'm like, I got no idea. But yeah, they had stuff like that. A couple of start like beers that like they would tap throughout in the VIP section. Nothing crazy. The first one that they had was uh, Civil Society Tracks, which is like an all Citra double IPA. Which is which is pretty decent. Yeah. And then for that session for the VIP, they finished off with like a a Finback um, Imperial Stout. If you follow me on Untapped, you can see everything that I checked into. I waited until a couple of days after to check into everything just so I can go through and actually remember it because I didn't want to waste time standing on the floor checking into shit. I didn't want to be that guy. It was just, Why? There was it, fucking 3,000 other of them there. Well, that's what it means. Like, You're, dude, like... One of our best friends, one of those guys, like... Oh. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to like just be the. It's like okay, I got to make sure I check into fifty beers here. It's like well, yeah. I'm gonna, I can check into them at a different time. Why can't I, you know, just go and have the stuff? And I, I wanted to like use my time there to kind of develop the Instagram experience for everybody. Sure. Too, so well, network and yeah, you know, talk to some breweries that are out of state. Yeah, and I did just that too, and I got a couple of. Uh, Decent contacts, which I hope to get to uh, some of these. Did you talk to Sam from Dogfish at all? I did not. I kind of wanted to, but I wasn't going to go and search him out. Yeah. He was Um, like two spots down from me at one point, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, well, he was at the hotel that our friend Greg was staying at. 
So like we were there in the hotel bar and he came and sat down and bought a 60 minute and then like He bought a 60 minute. Yeah. How fucking awesome is that? <laughs> like well because he goes to the goes to the bartender there and he's like, "Yeah, I know you guys got a keg of a uh, 120 here. How come it's not on tap yet?" And he's basically grilling the guy and the guy's like, "I I don't know." Like right. it's probably here. like yeah, he's like, "Sorry." Like he's like, "Oh, well what dogfish do you have?" And it's just like and like he's like, "Oh, we got the 60 minute i think they had something else in bottles he's like oh give me a 60 minute and like bought a round for the group that he was with and it was just yeah. like here drink my beer and like <laughs> that sounds like a fucking sam adams commercial right there like, right. like it was a very like every day yeah it was a very like okay this is like i kind of expect this and because yeah. they were the headliner for the event right well they've they've been the sponsor for the past like 10 like basically since the event existed i feel okay. so um, I mean, but, when you were talking about it, it kind of was the first time I've ever really heard about it. So they made uh, like three or four beers that they introduced at the event. One of them is called Super Eight, which is a beer that they that they brewed with Kodak out of Rochester. The rapper? <laughs> no. Yeah. They brewed with Kodak that you can actually develop film with. Oh. What? Okay, that's fucking awkward. But okay. Yeah. Like, all you have to do is add, like, a little bit of, like, baking soda and, like, vitamin C or some shit. Like, they had the recipe on how, like, you can legitimate And they had a video and stuff and everything. Really? Yeah. That's odd. It was pretty sweet. They brought, what, black that I see on, I don't know if I saw on Instagram or whatever, but did they have black and blue there? Someone was saying from the 25th, was it 2015? Yeah, yeah. They had that in the VIP. They had that in the VIP, which I, I did have that, actually, too, which was pretty good. Yeah, we actually talked to um, while I was there. I went and talked to the Kodak people, and it just happens that Kevin, uh, that was there for Kodak, does listen to the podcast. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's great. So cool. Shout out to shout out to Kevin. Hope you're listening. It was definitely cool, and to like have one uh, Rochester company there, and have our Rochester boys and uh, well Avon boys and Mortalis there that. They fucking killed it, man. Portalis? Yeah. It was crazy to see... Like, I wasn't expecting the kind of line that they had. Mm-hmm. They should, but it's... Like, I mean, with it being, like, everything, like, but... Like, by the end of the first session, people knew who they were. And those second two, like... They were gone. Yeah, people were getting in line, and they had just as big a lines as some of the heavy hitters. Great Notion had a line that was insane which is expected between great notion and foam other than that like mortalis is right up there with like places like kane and aslan and just even with like how people were waiting for the utopias and stuff you know it was cool it was cool to see and they were selling out there they were selling their beer quick i mean they brought four different beers and they were gone within like an hour like with about an hour left in like the session. session which is pretty crazy. Well, that's what I mean. You say that there's 200 plus breweries there and, you know, who knows if everybody's sold out of their stuff. And I mean, you're bringing, you're bringing enough stuff where like you want to try to sell out. Right. Yeah. Because you're not going to take anything home with you. Yeah. Um, But I mean, for them to be, you know, an hour away and get the press that they got probably and, you know, now they'll hopefully be a destination for people to go check them out. It's funny. You watch their Instagram 
and everything else. People are just commenting on it now, throwing out that ISO and for trade and everything else because they wanna they wanna get they wanna get their hands on that shit. More Dallas? Yeah. Well, just think. Of, I mean, look at the hype that we know goes in on Thursdays and Sundays. Yeah, right just now. locally, but it's, it's definitely expanded. Good for them. Man, when we went up there, I was so fucking messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I was just fucking done for. All I remember is falling asleep in the car on the way home. You can go every Thursday and Sunday and stand in that crawler line that now is going to be an hour long wait. But they did have they did have some left over today though. They did. So yeah, we're recording on a Friday and they still they sent out a little Instagram story saying that they saying that they had some stuff. So Did they have anything different that you haven't had yet at Extreme Beer Fest? Um, well, they had really the special? they had the milk of the gods strawberry cheesecake there, which I did try some at the brewery the week before. Okay, but this was the fine tuned, you know, more filtered and ready to roll version that they had there, and that was awesome. Yeah, it was good. So yeah, but they also took the Icarus Golden Graham Stout as above, so below the coffee stout that they have, and oh, the Medusa, the dragon fruit, passion fruit Medusa. Okay, what was um. What was the best that you can recall? Best, spot. The best beer I had was either one of the Ardwolf beers. Ardwolf is out of Jacksonville. They had a Bananas Foster stout that was just insane. Just had every flavor. Like, every flavor just came through. Like, it was legitimately like you were drinking a Bananas Foster. And they also had their uh, rum barrel-aged Neapolitan uh El Mariachi stout as well. It just tasted the same way. Like it was just insane. Body was there and Yeah, like I mean was there. every flavor you wanted like hit pretty hard. Huh. I, I wish you went back to Jacksonville. <laughs> right. It's one of the breweries that he was trying to get to, but he didn't rent a car, so we couldn't get to. Oh man. <laughs> um between those two, Common Roots had a Michelada Wild Ale. That literally some common roots here. Yeah. That literally tasted like drinking a Michelada. Like it was just like fucking tomato, fucking spice, fucking lime, everything. Just like boom. Like it was the thing. Like it was only like three percent. And I was just like, dude, I need to fucking like can this and I can just drink this all the fucking time, man. Yeah. Like it was insane. Beer tree had one that was similar that was more lime forward as well. That was pretty good. And their double pineapple coconut creamsicle was pretty decent as well. Was there anything that you had that kind of missed the mark that was kind of hyped up? Nothing that necessarily like fell flat necessarily. Or something like you were like yearning for or were going after and then kind of was like a... I didn't, I didn't go in like going after anything. Okay. That's, that's the thing. Like I was going in just being like, you know what? I'm going to walk around and whatever strikes me as I want to try it, I'm going to try it. And that's as simple as that. Okay. Because why... Like, I didn't want to be that guy that was chasing something I had to force. Because if I didn't get it, then I was going to be like, oh. Dude, they drank 100 fucking New England IPAs and been like, oh. And I and it's funny because I didn't really drink any IPAs. Like, I drank maybe out of... I had about 80 different beers between two sessions. Mm-hmm. And... You know what I would have been? Sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been knocked out. But I'm like, I'm drinking... Well, the thing is, though, it's like, I'm drinking like an ounce. You know, they're giving you, like, two to four ounce pours. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm drinking, like, an ounce or two. 
Nothing. And then, like, yeah, I'm just like, okay, I'm done with this. You should have been like a fucking wine gene just spit that shit on the ground. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm, yep, flavors. <laughs> because right. because it's like, you know what? I, I know I'm going to be here. <laughs> Did they have the water pitchers, like, on, the, like, the stands or some shit? Some you just went up and just fucking spit right in there. Some did, but they had like giant like water tower stands throughout the, yeah. with like buckets around and shit. Yeah. So. You should have just fucking took a hose out, plugged into it, I'm parched. <laughs> but that's what it is. Like every couple of beers, you just go and grab some water and you drink two glasses of water real quick and then you go right back at it. Because I mean, the amount of stouts and sours that you're drinking, like your palate shot after three, four of them. So like you oh, couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't like really go to town, and like I wasn't about to, I wasn't about to just go and start like going lactose heavy either, like, and that's one thing with all these fucking. Because you don't want to blow up a Boston toilet. <laughs> oh, dude, I blow up Boston. I'll blow up Boston toilets all day if I need to. They deserve to be blown up. It wasn't anything like that. I didn't like miss out on anything. Like people were like, be like, oh yeah, you missed out on this Aslan or you didn't get this Horace or you didn't get like, how come you didn't drink all the, uh, what great notion had or everything else. It's like, you know what? I didn't care. Yeah. You know, like, did you, did you even get any other stuff then? Or you didn't even bother to stand in that line? I mean, no, I, I got the blueberry muffin from great notion, which okay. was really good. It's just I didn't need to stand in that line. Yeah, like, did I need anything more from him? No. You did know? you see anyone there that were, like, real, like, assholes there? Like, ju- like try a beer, like, oh, this isn't good. Like, just, like, judgy beer dicks? If they were there, I wasn't paying attention to them. Yeah. There was... Would I got it, have gotten in a fight there? Probably. No. no. Really? No. If nobody, Brian says no, then I mean, Brian... Nobody, nobody was really trying to bother anybody. I mean, the first session on Friday was was pretty chill. The third session, I'm not. The, the third, the third session, the, the last session on Saturday was a little broy and more like more packed, but it wasn't too bad. Like it hipster seems... broy or like Gronk jersey broies, uh, a mixture. Both. Maybe maybe the scene's more broy than I realize. Like I don't know, it, it's it's beer advocate, you know. Well, so, it, seemed, it seemed from your videos. I mean, from Friday to Saturday. I mean, you could tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. Saturday was just probably three, you know, three times as much people were in there versus what you were walking around Friday. Yeah, and you got to figure people like probably took off, like did, like it's like oh, Saturday's weekend day, you didn't have to take off, so people probably worked Friday and then flew in Friday night and then went Saturday kind of mm-hmm. thing, or or whoever lived close, they worked and they yeah. drove in and yeah, where it's know. like oh, hey, you know, I live in whatever fucking New England city that's nearby, you know, I'm just gonna drive to Boston, you know, you got Philly and yeah, it's a couple hours away, Worcester, <laughs> Worcester. You get a bunch of those dudes driving in and doing yeah. their thing. Yeah, well, they probably then they they buy both sessions on Saturday and they just spend. Their See, money. I don't know if people would do that because that's a terrible idea, if you ask me. To buy two sessions of that, like going one session back after another, back? yeah, It'd be a fucking puddle. That's what I mean. Like, if you're gonna do two sessions, you have to do Friday and one on Saturday. You can't do just like both Saturday sessions, or you're just gonna like just be completely fucked up. Because that dude, that's. That's literally fucking seven hours in a row of fucking drinking. Because how long was it? How long were the sessions? Sprinkle some crack on somebody, dude. They'll be back up and they're they're like three and a half. Okay. Oh fuck. Yeah, six six to nine thirty is technically the session. What's the um, smoking policy in in uh, Massachusetts like? Is it people smoking inside or the outside? They're outside. What was the vape scene like? Heavy puffers, vape tricks. 
I didn't see any really tricks going on, but like I wasn't really outside. I was inside. I wasn't paying attention to what's going on that way. Well, they had porta potties for general admission. And fuck uh, it. inside? No, outside. The fuck, man? Boston in January, February. It was gonna be fucking. It was right outside the fucking door. That's what it was. Huh. VIP VIP had inside bathrooms. They have a bathroom attendant. No. <laughs> no. We are cracking open the Juice Kings, I guess. This is the other half triple Mylar Dream. So yeah, this beer is 11.3%. Oh shit. And... This, this fucking next segment is going to be brought to you by Aquafina. <laughs> it was canned... <laughs> Crack them open. It was canned on one twenty one nineteen. Wow. So it's what, two weeks old? Yep. It's pretty fresh. They have their fifth anniversary going on (laughs) fuck i went in too deep for that they got their fifth anniversary going on this week so uh all the fucking juice boys and hype daddies are going to be out in rochester tomorrow morning they're probably there fucking right now actually waiting for all the shit that they released over the week the kids love this shit man they fucking eat this shit it's good beer i mean it's a good beer yeah i don't know if i would stay in line though for like four hours you know and that that's the one thing for me like I don't mind standing in line for stuff. Like, I want to experience it. I want to have a good time. Yeah. I'm not going to go stand in line when it's fucking 10 degrees out, fucking 40 mile an hour winds. Freaking you know, like, off. Like, sorry. Like, I can I can get by without having that beer in particular. Yeah. Honestly, because at this point in my life, I'm not having a life-changing beer. You might, though. I would never say never on that. What's it going to do, man? Is it going to fucking come down my mouth and make my fucking dick piss out fucking, like, crystals or some shit? Like, Rainbows, dude. Dude, what do you... What do you do? So, okay. So, what if you go to, like, a place like fucking Resurgence, right? And you were to go... Like, say you were to go tomorrow or Sunday to the, to the kegs and eggs, right? Okay. And one of those eight beers that they have that they're just doing randomly was, like such an amazing beer that you're like holy fuck dude i don't think that there's gonna be like this beer is good it's a it's a pretty good beer mm-hmm. i think one of the reasons i stopped checking into untapped as much is because there's so much going on i feel like more now than there even was six months ago that i don't even know what the fuck i'm drinking anymore like yeah it tastes good i'm looking for certain things i'm looking for different stouts i'm looking for different new england ipas you know it's a sour that's gonna catch my eye but at the same time like i just don't think that Maybe I'm in a different place beer drinking now than I was a year ago or two months ago. Who knows? But, like, it just, like, I don't see that craziness behind it. I love beer. Rating rating beer and stuff at this point in our lives, too, is so just... It's subjective. Yeah. It's the same thing as music or something like that, you know? I mean, I can tell you a CD's my favorite CD, some band release, and you can tell me that CD sucks. I like this. I like. I love the band, but I like four CDs ago or something. Is that fucking pizza logs in that shit? Oh, never mind. <laughs> I thought it was a fucking pizza log stuffed pasta, and I got fucking hard real quick. Oh, so you see life changing Olive Garden commercials, but you don't have life changing. <laughs> no, beer. I see pizza logs. <laughs> oh man, oh, unlimited breadsticks! <laughs> I'm getting that salad. <laughs> you think I want a fucking salad? Yeah, yeah. dude. Do you know how upsetting my life is when I have a salad? Like, if I take a salad to work for lunch, all I can think about is how I want to punch my fucking lunch the whole time I'm eating it. What is that? Gotta be one of the hops that they used. They used... It's a double IPA with Citra, Nelson, Idaho 7, and Simcoe. 
to yield a tropical flavor explosion with notes of orange zest and grapefruit. We're, There's like a dry hotness to it, but it's not a hot burn. We're drinking a big ditch cannon call. It's, they just released this last week. Mm-hmm. It's, What's this to commemorate when the fucking British came and burned down Buffalo? No, uh, it's, let me see. It says, uh, I think this is just on the, oh wait, no, here we go. It says when the Erie Canal was completed in 1825, its completion was toasted as the great celebration. As part of the celebration, cannons were placed along the canal within each within earshot of each other and were fired in both directions from Buffalo to the Hudson River and back. The entire cannon call took three hours to complete. It is 8.4% ABV, and I don't think it has the IBUs on here. So I wonder if this is their uh, the final Lock Series IPA then. I would I would think so from the description that it provided. Which wouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, they made some pretty decent beers out of that. We Obviously, we were at the re-release of the packet. Mm-hmm. The one before this, the canvas, was pretty good. We had the dibble, right? Yeah. Um, packet and canvas, I think, were my favorites yeah. out of out of the whole series. Yeah. Um, people enjoyed FIP as well. Mm-hmm. I think I FIP might have been... I think FIP was that good. I think FIP might have been the second one, because I think it was... Packet FIP three three six seven or three five seven whatever mm-hmm. it was. What was fourth one then? It was um, was Dibble the fourth one? Yeah. yeah, Dibble would be the fourth one, and then Canvas, and then this is the sixth. Yep. If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to HoppedUpNetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Are you a discerning beer drinker? Do you drink beer for the tastes of blackcurrant and old leather? Can you tell the difference between Simcoe and Citra hops, despite whatever type of beer you might be drinking? Yeah, sorry, that's not this podcast. You want to listen to somebody else. We here at the Speak Podcast do regular beer for regular people. Joe Six Pack Beer at Joe Six Pack Taste. That's Rob, Adam, and Pete, proud members of the Hopped Up Network. Three guys, two beers, one show. And now we are on. We are drinking an Ale Smith Speedway Stout. Imperial uh, Stout with coffee, 12% ABV, out of the wonderful city of San Diego, California. So when it comes to. Uh flagship february i feel like this is ale smith's flagship beer yeah when people think of ale smith i feel like this is the beer that comes to mind for me do we I think we it's don't a beer that you've you've seen a bunch of times yeah we don't, we don't get this out here though right no we do we do yeah okay i didn't know if this was something that was hard to get they do make variants and stuff that you could yeah. probably only get out there Maybe. I see it, it, it might before. even it might even be like only brewery releases and stuff that they do that yeah. but might as well mention it on the podcast we are going to be recording at world of beer at least once a month starting february 24th so once a month at least on a sunday we'll be at world of beer out at the galleria in chictawaga probably from 7 30 to 9 30 or so 
Just sitting there, shooting the shit, drinking the beer. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen? Have some guests. If anybody listening wants to show up and actually be on the show, reach out to us. Do what you want. It's service industry night there on Sundays. They have 40% off all drafts, bottles, cans, and spirits. Wow. Which is a pretty decent deal, actually. That's a lot, yeah. Yeah. Can I just say real quick while we just crack this next beer that this is at least 40% better than the last one? Probably, yeah. Probably without I mean, it has more callus (laughs) on it, but like it's. This is phenomenal compared to the Speedway. And this has actually been sitting out a bit too, so it's warmed up. Yeah. And I've had this before. I've had a cold. Warming up, the strawberry actually comes out. When it's cold, the strawberry is not necessarily there. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably the chocolate like trumps everything. Yeah. The the chocolate definitely overpowers it. Even on draft, the chocolate's a little heavy. I think the vanilla a lot of times blends with the chocolate though, and like you yeah. can you it's kind of like the the Laurel Vergiani thing. <laughs> like you can taste one more than the other. Or like one might taste vanilla more, one might taste chocolate more because they could blend a lot. But like that strawberry hits you right at the first, at, right at the sip. I mean, it's smooth. And the temperature can mask. I mean, that's why a lot of a lot of beers have specific flavor ranges. This is also about a month old at this point. It's still smooth as fuck. Yeah, this was brewed at Beer Tree, I believe. Where are they out of? They are out of. I want to say it's just outside of Binghamton. It's okay. like Port Port Crane, New York. Okay. I was talking to those guys a lot at EBF. Real fun dudes. Yeah. It's all about having fun, man. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what a lot of this is. I mean, we can. We had a lot of hype beers today. They're all good. I mean, the hype definitely is warranted for a lot of them. But yeah, if you listen to the podcast and you live in the Buffalo area and you're available on the 24th from 7.30 to 9.30, come and join us, man. 40% off fucking beer. Why the fuck not, man? That's what I mean, like 40% off bottles? You know, some of those bottles there are like 25 bucks. Yeah. You know? Yo, almost... they, got, they got a wheel there that you could spin and you can get fucking iced. So guess what? I'm rolling. I'm spinning that fucking wheel. That's an Uber night for me, buddy. <laughs> Take off the next morning. If I had anything to add to any of this, get out to some major beer fests because they're actually pretty fun. EBF was a lot better than I was expecting. Even with, uh, even with it being run by Beer Advocate, it wasn't that commercialized. A lot of the breweries that I talked to, it was like their, it was their first year there, and they were just really excited. And that's really cool to go to a festival and be able to experience something for the first time that, like a brewery, is experienced for the first time as well. Yeah. And they are just trying to get their name out there and trying to get people to like them and watching a bunch of breweries you know really make a name for themselves was pretty great it'd be pretty cool to see like you said breweries being there for the first time they're really passionate about what they've brought and they hoping that they garner some traction or take that next step in what they their business model or their business plan or what they want to accomplish it's probably the best avenue one of the best avenues that to, to have to be in that arena with 200 other breweries and have people from all over the country come and flock to boston to try their stuff but you also get you had a festival um like central new york beer fest mm-hmm. yeah that was last weekend as well that was basically just all new york breweries and there's a bunch of western new york breweries there 
um, Thin Man, Community Beer Works, Steelbound was there. They're out there with the likes of Threes and Other Half and Equilibrium and everyone else that are there. Grim? Grim was there. You know, so I mean, it's just, it's... No porta potties at that event. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, go to your state's beer festivals, go to the national beer festivals, go experience what is actually happening it in the scene. You say state, though, too. I mean, you go an hour up to QEW, you have uh, Collective Arts. Yeah. And Blood Brothers. The Blood Brothers actually Toronto or where... It's it's in Toronto. Okay, so yeah. within two hours, I mean, but plus, like I mean, even talking to, even like how we had two weeks ago, we had the Brewers Invitational, and uh-huh. the last the last episode we released. I mean, yeah, you go to a festival like that, and you're able to experience, you know, local breweries in a way that you can't normally experience them, and you're able to talk to the people, and you're able to see what they can do outside of the box a little bit, and. I really hope that's a sign of things to come because going to Extreme Beer Fest, the potential is there, man. Like, there's nothing saying that we can't do something like that there. Like, this was basically a larger scale Buffalo on Tap with all national breweries that wanted to make a bunch of weird shit. That's really what it was. Yeah. And there was nothing wrong with it. Did it still have that kind of intimate feel to it, like how you had with like the Brewers Invitational locally? Yeah, dude. I, dude, I was. Yeah. I spent 15 minutes talking to fucking dudes from Six Point, man. Yeah, so that's where well, I think. You spent 15 minutes talking to dudes from Six Point because you had taken a Viagra. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, I still. Good dick day. I still fucking. That was great dick day right there. I still fucking did it, though. Yeah. And it wasn't a thing where it's like I couldn't do it. And that's what that's what you're you're trying to get to, I think. Is yeah. The fact that they pulled off an event where they invited 200 plus breweries in a very populated city in the Northeast, and still had a feeling to where you were able to connect with a brewer and talk to him for 15 minutes and not be bombarded by 200 people. I stood there and talked to Monday Night Brewing from Atlanta, Georgia for a good 10 minutes just about what they're doing, what they got coming up, how they do their thing down in Atlanta and everything else. Yeah. I stood there and talked to the guys from Beer Tree. I stood there and talked to the guys from Ardwolf. I stood there and talked to whoever wanted to talk, really, because right. that's what they're there for. They're there to promote themselves. Yeah. And if you're going to be at a beer festival, and the one great thing is, like, the people that are working the stands aren't people that get hired to work them. They're people that are from the brewery. Like, that's one of the conditions for them that, like, it has to be someone from the brewery. So whether it's a bartender or a brewer or a sales rep or whoever it is, they're fucking standing there and they're talking about that shit. They're in charge. So it's like 
they're in charge of their brand. But you want to hear it from the horse's mouth, you, you yeah. know, too. So you don't want to hear it secondhand from an employee that's tending. And when you go, you when know. you go to like Buffalo on Tap, or you go to uh, the Ballpark Brew Bash and everything else, you're gonna walk up to a stand and be like, "Hey, so what about this beer?" And the guy's gonna be like, "I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm just volunteering. Yeah, you I'm, know, just I'm just here. I'm just poor. You know, most of the time. And like, it kind of sucks. Yeah." There are, uh, speaking of that, though, I mean, the, the one that I went to on my birthday a few years ago, maybe three years ago now, the one kid that was there that was bartending behind the one, like, Conehead was fucking there, pouring out some shit in one stand, but the one kid was from the, um, I, I haven't been in there in years, he was from the Como Park consumers and that can do a shit ton about beer though too and, and, and it's like, not so you get things like that where you get like a really knowledgeable person and yes would, like there may be people there that will know stuff but for the most part you're hiring or having people like there just to pour beer mm-hmm. so like you'll walk up to like a a stand for you pick a random brewery that's not in the area that's not going to send a rep I don't know, like 21st Amendment, it's got to be pouring or some shit, right? You're going to have someone pouring that beer, and they're going to have no idea what hell or high watermelon is. Yeah. I got one in the fridge right now. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's going to be like, oh, yeah, this is a watermelon beer. Mm-hmm. Tastes great. It's still, it's refreshing. You know? And, th- and that's and that's going to be what it is. And you're going to be like, okay, cool. You know? Okay, or like, Or like Ace Cider, for instance, because like they're at all these things. And like... It's not that it's a bad cider, but, like, you're going to have someone there. It's like, yeah, this is a pear cider. Okay, and, like, what, is there anything else I need to know about it? Oh, I don't know, maybe. Like, just... Let me text the brewer. Yeah, like, but they're not even going to have that because they don't have the access to that. Right, yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. but at a at a festival like Extreme Beer Fest, at a festival like the Brewer's Invitational, at a festival like tomorrow at Winter Hop Fest, that's what it is. You know, like, you're going to go to Winter Hop Fest... There's going to be, you know, the brewers or people working at the brewery there because it's such a small thing where it's like they're not going to send anybody. Like it's all local breweries doing their thing. You're all going to be listening to this after the fact that happened. Yeah, but I mean that's where you you'll, if you go to the event, you're going to get that instant feedback from if it's not the head brewer that he's going to send. It's going to be someone. It's going to be month. someone that's you connected know? to. You that know. knows his shit that's yeah. going to give you the specifics that's going to give you the tasting notes that's going to tell you why they did it that, this way versus somebody who's in marketing that hey they 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 look pretty and they're 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 wearing something that's like going to pressure drop is going to be there tomorrow I yeah. guarantee you Carl's going to be the one oh yeah so. without a doubt you know, I don't know if West Shore is going to be there, but if they are, Josh, Josh will be the one yep. pouring the stuff. Yeah. You, know, you know, Buffalo Brewing Company is going to be there. I'm probably pretty sure that John's going to be the one pouring the stuff. Shannon just joined us and. Uh, she just cracked open that can of call. And while we're drinking Trillium Night and Day, which is their Imperial Stout with cold brew coffee, and uh, it is a 12.75. ABV. <laughs> she yeah. right yeah. back yeah. at that. This is she the, wants the second glass. This is the vanilla and toasted pecan. 
the toasted what, Shannon? Toasted pecan. Well, yeah, when we bust out, like Shannon, Brian goes, it's toasted pecan. Shannon's like, I'm like, Shannon, do you know what that is? She goes, yeah, it's pecan. Pecan. Yeah. I'd like to. I'd the like first to get... thing that Shannon said right in fucking 10 years. Sorry. Nobody I like milk. I like to get. Cereal. I like to get a little classy with it and yeah. call it a pecan. It's a pecan. Okay, why don't you move on into fucking Georgia too, dick boy? Yeah, get them peaches, dude. But yes, this is uh, a little bit heavier than the PM Don. And uh, you think? <laughs> I don't get as much pecan. I wish I got more than. There's a, there's a little bit there. There was like more subtle, like there was a, more yeah. co- there was more coconut in the first one that we. Had oh, the, the than, coconut one, yeah. Than the pecan in this one. Yeah, but, but there's a little bit of a like nutty a, flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, is bit. it supposed to be like a candied pecan? I think I think so. I think because yeah. I think that's what you. If you're looking for that kind of flavor, you get more of that. Or yeah. pecan pie, pecan pie, pecan pie. We got the best pecans. <laughs> pecans. We got the best pecan pie. I feel like you get it more on the your first initial sip in. Yeah. Versus two or three in. No, no, no. Like when you're sipping it, it's like at the front of your sip versus like yeah. that settling kind of like. On that note, we're going to continue to drink this shit, and we're going to close this stuff up. But yes, go follow us on Facebook and Twitter at What the Hops, on Instagram at What the Hops Podcast. Find us on Untapped, where you can find me, at least, at Brian WTH, and you'll be able to find the other guys if you find me. The other guys. On Untapped? Yeah. yeah, I'm not using it anymore. I I got two. You guys got too cool for ratings. I got too cool for untapped. <laughs> um, go read our WordPress at whatthehops.wordpress.com, where I try to write up a bunch of shit. I wrote up my top twenty beers of Extreme Beer Fest. Uh, did a little write up on the uh, Brewers Festival, Brewers Invitational, and uh, a whole bunch of other shit. So go follow that. Don't forget to go and check out the Hopped Up Network. Go to hoppedupnetwork.com and find all of our shit, find all of our friends' shit, and listen to some great beer related podcasting. And on that note. <laughs> What the hops? What the hops?